Welcome to the Auto Parent Podcast with my mom. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Auto Parent Podcast, episode 38. It is so good to be on the airwaves with you this Sunday evening as I'm recording this. Today was a long day, come to think of it. It started at about 5.30 and it is nine o'clock and I just got home. So yeah, a long one today for sure. I want to let you know, I'm gonna go ahead and drop a hint that you are not gonna wanna miss episode 40. I mean, definitely listen to episode 39, but you are not going to want to miss episode 40. 40. It is a very special guest. It is going to be a video podcast, all the bells and whistles, and I can't wait for you to hear it. So you're definitely going to want to check that out. Let's just go ahead and get this started right with Parenting Fails, Confessions, and Wins. So my parenting fail for this week is just, it's very simple. And I don't know, maybe some of you are experiencing this as well. I can't find any of the, I don't know, one million child-sized masks in my house, in my car, in our other vehicle. I don't know where they are. I don't know where they've gone off to. I have now tied the ends of every adult mask we have in our house to make sure our kids are safe. They're all gone. All the child masks are gone. They're completely gone. I don't know where, I don't know where they are. And it just feels like a giant fail. It's like socks and they like disappear and get eaten by the washer or dryer, one of the two. I don't know. So anyway, that's my fail. If you're having trouble keeping up with masks, you are not alone. My confession for this week is just that my things that I normally confess are no longer working. So the lies are getting (laughs) more and more difficult and like harder to spin. So we're like honest to a fault with our kids about things that are very important. And also we tell white lies all the time. So like CVS is their favorite place to go because it's right down from where we live. So we can just walk out the door and, and walk to CVS. And they like to get gummy sharks and whatever else they they enjoy from CVS. And so sometimes I'm like, well, we can't go now because CVS is closed And they just don't believe me anymore because I've said it so much. (laughs) And the other day, Cash, we were at a drive-thru somewhere, no shame. And Cash really wanted chocolate milk. And I, I forgot and I got him a juice box instead. And so we pull up to the window, I get the juice box, I hand it to him. And he says, oh, I said I wanted chocolate milk. And I was like, oh, you didn't see on the sign back there that it said that they didn't have any chocolate milk. He sniffed it out a mile away. He's like, it did not say that, mommy, I can read. And now that he's six and he can read, it's like way harder to slip anything by him. So anyway, I don't know. Maybe the lesson here is that I should just stop telling white lies, but then I don't want to deal with the tantrum and the, y'all know, y'all know, I know I'm not the only one. So that's my confession for the week. My parenting win for the week is just surviving. 
the COVID scare that we experienced and the positive COVID test with Riggins and just navigating quarantine and all the things that go into that, it was such a hard thing, y'all. And honestly, I was thinking about it today and it's the first time that we all had to be in like complete and total lockdown for a while, you know, like we had been sort of, we had gone back into the world. (laughs) Like we had been going to parks and doing things like that, safely of course, and still masked and all of those things. But yeah, it felt like, you remember the first like couple of weeks of the pandemic? And we thought, oh, this will maybe last six weeks, (laughs) ha ha. It felt like back then, so it was hard. Like not just dealing with the kids and all of that, but just like the emotional weight of it. It was a lot. It was a lot. And we survived and everybody has tested negative and we are all out of quarantine and yeah, it's good. It's all good. So this has been a segment called Parenting Fails, Confessions, and Wins. You can submit your fails, confessions, and wins to the podcast. You can do so via voice memo. We would love to hear your voice. Or you can type them out to us on Instagram and Twitter at AutoParent. And now it's time to do a little something different. It's time for our Get Real segment, where each week we take the lectionary passage and get real. So our lectionary text for this week, I chose the psalm. And I think it's been a while since we read a psalm together, and I just thought it might be interesting. So this is Psalm 54. Um, And I'll just tell you this, sometimes I really like to read all of the Psalms in Eugene Peterson's paraphrase called The Message. And so um, I'm going to read that for us now. So this is Psalm 54 from The Message paraphrase. God, for your sake, help me. Use your influence to clear me. Listen, God, I'm desperate. Don't be too busy to hear me. Outlaws are out to get me. Hitmen are trying to kill me. Nothing will stop them. God means nothing to them. Oh, look, God's right here helping. God's on my side. Evil is looping back on my enemies. Don't let up. Finish them off. I'm ready now to worship. So ready. I thank you, God. You are so good. You got me out of every scrape, and I saw my enemies get it. This is the word of God. So what's interesting to me about this psalm is that it has sort of the same format as a lot of psalms do, right? Help, help, help. These people are bad. They're trying to get me. Do evil to them. So they are evil. Out evil them, please. Oh, look, God is helping. I love that. Oh, look, God's right here helping. God's on my side. And look what's happening. Destruction of my enemies. And then there's this like turnabout of, I'm ready to worship. You're so good. You fixed it. You did it all. You got me out of every scrape and I saw my enemies get it. 
And it just made me think about how very childlike this psalm is. My kids are in a phase of like, if one of them hits the other one, they get to hit the other one back. Now, to be clear, I don't endorse this. (laughs) This is what they're doing on their own time. And I just happen to have witnessed it. And we've had a couple of conversations like, is this really how we do this? An eye for an eye? Or what is the what is the appropriate response? I mean, I don't know how you handle it in your household, but we tend to try to talk about things. So we process our feelings, all of us, even the people who weren't involved in the thing, whatever the thing was, and we talk about how it makes us feel. And we have that sort of in a family conversation. And recently we did that. And uh, Cash had hit Riggs. And so Riggs goes, after the whole conversation was over, Riggs goes, I still get to hit him though, right, mommy? (laughs) I feel like that's us sometimes. I don't know about you, but like, and this is a hard line to walk and this is a hard conversation to have, but I've been hearing, you know, there have been some people who have said that like unvaccinated people who are in the hospital don't deserve care. And that kind of hurts my heart. I think that everyone deserves care. And I think that, yes, I wish so deeply that everyone would get vaccinated. And it is truly awful what has happened with our hospitals being overrun and understaffed. And yes, the easy, simple thing is to say, just get vaccinated. And, you know, it makes me worry about people who need the emergency room for broken bones or for car crashes or for things like that. Yeah, that worries me because we do have quite a bit of people in our hospitals who are taking up a lot of care who are unvaccinated. But it sound, that sounds a little bit like you hit me, I get to hit you back. It sounds a little bit like nothing will stop them. God means nothing to them. Don't let up, finish them off. And truly, I say, like, it is a heartbreaking situation. And this, again, it's a hard line to walk. But I don't feel like it's too bold for me to say that everyone deserves care. That everyone is a beloved child of God. In the fullness of the decisions they make. Sidebar, I choose to say in the fullness of rather than in spite of. Because I think that in the fullness of is is closer to to God's heart language. But I think that we have found ourselves in this place that is so divided. Again, this is not new information, but so divided, so much so that like this enemy language doesn't feel far off. Like I used to read these Psalms and think, oh, ha ha, like, <laughs> not ha ha, because like, you know, these enemies were like, this was like war. So not funny, but like, it just seems like a, a funny idea that people would have enemies to the point that they would want them dead or killed. And yet this is kind of what I'm hearing. They don't deserve care. They deserve to die because they've made a, a, you know, a bad decision based on information that they've been given from people that they trust. I don't know, y'all. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And I, yeah, I hope that I've said enough about how heartbreaking the entire situation is and how I completely understand and recognize the frustration of people not getting vaccinated. It frustrates me that it has become a partisan thing 
But also I just want us to be careful and keep watch over our hearts because the moment that we start to create enemies out of other people is the moment we might, I don't know, call on God to smite them <laughs> and then worship a God for smiting them. It, it feels idolatrous and harmful, not just to those people whom we're sending bad energy toward, but also like for ourselves because that stuff will eat us alive. So yeah, that's my musing for this week. Um, Keep watch over your hearts. Don't wish ill on our siblings. I know it's hard. I get it. But this, this whole thing is so unprecedented and we're all just trying to navigate it the best way we know how. Listen to your heart and listen to yourself. You know, I think you can trust yourself to know that care for all people is deserving, for sure. So that's what I got. Thanks for listening to the Auto Parent Podcast. We're going to leave you with a parent mantra, something you can say to yourself or to your partner just to know that you're not alone. Your mantra for this week is, I can trust myself. I can trust myself and all people are worthy and deserving of life and of love. Because friends, if we don't believe that, it's gonna be really hard to convince our kids. And remember this, you don't have to be an auto parent to be a good one. I've been your host, Pastor KC. You can follow me on Twitter at RevKCVC. Join us next week, same time, same place. Find out more information about Foundry United Methodist Church by visiting our website, www.foundryumc.org. If you're specifically looking for information about our family ministries department or our offerings for parents, you can find those at www.foundryumc.org/slash/family-ministries.